honor to your pastor and his precious wife. Please give them a big hand clap. And, um, uh, my wife and I are honored to be with you. She'll be coming in, I think, in a few minutes um, with Veronica. And, um, and so we're just really glad to be here. Um, hey, brother, on the keyboard, come and stand right here. So, you ever dream music? Okay. Because um, when I walked in, the Lord told me that he'd been giving you music in your dreams. Is that true? And it's happened over and over. True? Are, are you like me? Sometimes your sleep is so good <laughs> that you really should wake up, and you know what I mean? But sometimes it gets so good, you kinda, it kind of gets past you. Okay, because that's something else the Lord told me. You, you might want to work on waking up more. <laughs> have, you ever, have you ever dreamed some music and then slept on and then when you woke up you couldn't remember it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so anyway, what's happening is um, melodies from heaven have been dropping into your spirit both when you're awake and when you're asleep but specifically the Lord talked to me about how he's given you these downloads in your sleep you know kind of when your conscious mind is um, at rest and he can bypass your conscious mind to drop melodies from heaven um, get up and record when I say record I mean remember it um, I can tell you what I see um, and, and you can work with your pastor on this I, I see you having like a praise team I see you doing some actual recording some CDs and stuff and I see um, them actually being sold I see some I'm not going to say necessarily like concert kind of event it's more in an evangelistic kind of events with music and worship events with music so people can encounter God. And so the dream that the Lord put in your heart to do that, because everything I'm saying to you right now, you've already dreamed it in your heart. Isn't that true? Okay. So this is just prophetic confirmation. Okay. Now, um, in order for this to come to pass, this is the condition. There must be an increase in your study of the word. The Lord's already been dealing with you on the subject of your obedience. Isn't that correct? And you're going to have to do some fasting. And you're going to have to become more disciplined and more consistent. Okay? That's the wisdom part. Okay. Just to teach, word of knowledge, 1 Corinthians chapter 12 is when God gives you a revelation about a person, place, or thing, past or present. Okay? Word of wisdom is what to do or what not to do in the future. A prophetic word, when it's personal prophecy, it is always potential. It's the revelation of the will of God if you do what the Lord says. It's what could happen if you're obedient. 
It doesn't necessarily mean it will happen. Everybody say it's conditional. So the condition is study the word. I have to, I'm also seeing um, James 1.22, be a doer of the word. That you're going to have to be faithful and consistent, right? Um, I'm seeing it's required among stewards to be faithful. So you have to steward the ministry, okay? And you have to be consistent, stay in submission to your pastor, work with your pastor, improve your prayer life. That means when you're supposed to get up in the morning to pray, get up. <laughs> How many of you have ever, when you're supposed to get up? <laughs> Look at somebody say, no condemnation. Look at somebody say, we all been there at one time or another. However, this is the instruction of the Lord. Okay? So... Um, are you able to relate to this? Yes. Is all this true? Yes. Okay. Now, I only put it in the form of a question. I already know what the answer is. Okay. So, I'm going to pray for you. All right. Um, I want you to repent for not getting up when you're supposed to. You do that? All right, lift up your hands before God. Stretch forth your hands and let's pray for him. Ha, shamba, it's a kiddie stuff. Get ready to receive an anointing. Father, I see musical notes over his head in the realm of the spirit. Let melodies from heaven fall down on him. Lord, let him hear not just keyboard, but let him hear guitar, let him hear drums, let him hear different musical instruments in the realm of the spirit. And Lord, let him capture the music so that he can bring the melodies of heaven into the earth so that the presence of God can be manifested. And Lord, continue to work on him. Lord, work on his obedience. Work on his dedication. Lord, work on his consecration. Work on, Lord, his prayer life and his fasting and his discipline. And release an anointing into him. And I pray for him now. Here comes the anointing. Three, two, one. There it is. Mm. Somebody ought to give God a praise. Hallelujah. I said hallelujah. Praise to the Lord. Hey, bro. Look at me. Something happened when you were 16 years of age. God showed himself that he was with you in his kindness and goodness towards you. Do you remember what was going on when you were around 16?
that true? That's true. Now, you know, this, I didn't say that out loud because it wasn't none of their business. Look at somebody and say, it wasn't none of your business. <laughs> you know, sometimes when you prophesy, people be eavesdropping. <laughs> Look at somebody and say, this is no time for you to be ear hustling. Lift up your hands. I'm going to pray in the spirit. Yeah, thank you. Keskerenin, sunomberete, sheskone, brazole, atheros, atishen, nojone, atheres, elushi. Semdeheshkona. Besco, preste, brende, sende, brote, eskendios, konanahashki. Eskenminiosinanahashka. In the name of Jesus. Somebody say praise the Lord. <laughs> um, the anointing of Joseph, among other things, was the ability to interpret a person's dream <laughs> once they told you. The anointing of Daniel among other things, was to tell the person their dream and interpret it. Look at somebody say, praise to the Lord. So anyway, my wife is with me. Please give her a big hand clap. And uh, I'm going to want her to come right now. And I'm going to save you from having to walk up the steps. And I, I want you to share some words of personal testimony with regards to a couple of healings just to help some people who may have similar challenges. Both of them. Arthritis. I had to ask him which ones because uh, um, I've had quite a few things. <laughs> that the Lord has healed me of. Um, the first one that he's healed, he healed me of uh, was uh, rheumatoid arthritis. And um, it's been 36 years since I've had it. <clears throat> um, how many people have experienced the pain of rheumatoid arthritis? Raise your hand. Okay, so when... I describe it, you'll know that I've had it. Um, you wake up in the morning and you move to see where the pain's at. You live with the pain day and night, and it's constant. And after a while, it starts to affect you mentally, what you can and cannot do. <clears throat> um, I was standing in my living room. Um, this is before we, my, we got married. And um, the Lord asked me some, a question that I thought was very interesting. He said, do you want to be healed? And I thought, why would he ask that? And he showed me that if I got healed, I've got to go forward. When you have rheumatoid arthritis, it does not only cripple you physically, it cripples you mentally because there's so much you can't do. So you stop dreaming. Um, 
Um, so to make a long story short, when I did get healed, um, I didn't even know I got healed. Um, a pastor prayed for me. I felt a warm sensation go all the way through my body, and I just was happy. Went home. The next morning, I got up and decided I needed something upstairs. Um, <clears throat> ran up the steps, and I said, wait a minute. I don't go up the steps. You know, you know, if you've had rheumatoid arthritis, you know first thing in the morning, that's, it takes you all day to get warmed up. You don't run up the steps. And, um, <clears throat> but as years went by, I had to learn how not to be crippled in my mind, even though I had received my healing. Now, things I'm going to talk about is what you have to do after you get healed, after, you, after God has blessed you. Because sometimes we get healed, but we don't know how to hold on to it. And sometimes we're so used to the pain. We're so used to the agony. We're so used to people to asking us, how you doing? Well, after you finish with the pain and you're, nobody asked you, nobody calls you, nobody checks on you. And then all of a sudden you have a future in front of you. And then you've got to decide, okay, I can't stand still. What do I do now? You have been in cement almost like your feet have been in cement for so long that now you don't know what to do with yourself. So if you don't move forward and shift your, 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 your thinking, you're going to go back to that old ways of thinking that got you to having the rheumatoid arthritis. And the Lord showed me what, what actually brought it. <clears throat> I was a pet. Can you give me a Kleenex? Um, I was a pastor's uh, um, daughter, and um, I saw how they treated my mom and dad and all the things that they went through. So bitterness and unforgiveness, not because of so much what they did to me, but what I saw them doing to my father and my mother. So I had to go back and forgive those people. Even though they didn't actually do it directly to me, I had to forgive them. So part of <coughs> rheumatoid arthritis is, number one, you have to forgive other people. You have to get rid of the bitterness. And number three, you have to forgive yourself. Because I had a lot of things that I was upset about my, with myself. I thought I should have, could have, would have. I should have been further along than I should have been. Okay, that's number one. That's one of my testimonies. My other testimony, I had uh, diabetes. And I was on, um, you know, I went to the doctor. And I did like most people. They says, ah, it's borderline. So what do we do when, when they say borderline? We still eat the cookies and the, and the cake and, <laughs> and take the medicine and keep going. So as time went on, it went from borderline to real high. So then they had to put me on insulin. And what happens when they tell us that? We're so surprised. It was like, how did that happen? 
<laughs> but then if we if we go to your car, we'll see what happened. We'll see them we'll see them little rappers. Yeah, yeah. And so uh, <clears throat> um but I had to get serious. And the first thing that had to happen is I had to really want to live more than I wanted that donut. And and the Lord showed me that that we medicate our pain. We might not do drugs and alcohol no more, but when that sister in the church looks at us wrong, or they don't speak to us, or somebody says something wrong to us, you know, well, maybe not you, but sometimes I went through McDonald's and got three warm cookies, and it just kind of made me feel better. Yeah, yeah. If it was a real bad week, you know, I would tell them, put a couple extra cookies in there, you know. And it made me feel better, you know. But that was the way that I made, that's the way I medicated my pain. You know, might not have been a drugs or alcohol, but we all have ways to medicate our pain. We don't want to face it. Sometimes we don't want to tell people no. Our family, our friends, we don't want to tell them no. So we medicated. I medicated with food, and that food was not good for me. It made my blood sugar go up to almost 10 point. Uh, my A1C was 10. was very, very high. Made my liver enzymes go out. Uh, really high, um, made my blood pressure go really high. I had to come to the point where I was willing to face my fears. I had to learn how to tell people no in a polite way. I, sometimes I didn't want to say no because other people said no, but they had to say it so mean. I said, I don't want to be mean. So I had to learn how to say no in a polite way. Um, and when somebody said something mean to me, I had to stop taking that personal. Maybe they're just having a rough day. Maybe it don't have nothing to do with me. And here I'm going through McDonald's getting them warm cookies. <laughs> and it didn't have nothing to do with me. And so... Even after God heals you, you've got to learn how to take care of it. You've got to learn how to take care of it. He gives you such a precious, precious gift. And let me tell you, if any of you have ever been on insulin and metformin and all those medications, there is life after it. And man, does it feel good. It feels so much better without it. I... I can wake up in the morning and I'm not foggy. I know who I am and where I'm at. <laughs> you know, I don't have leg pains. The only reason I got flats on, I forgot my heels. <laughs> I packed everything else but my heels. But, uh, but there was a time that's all I could wear is flats because one of the things that goes along with diabetes is your legs hurt all the time. The throbbing, the numbness. And I don't have that anymore. Yeah. 
Somebody give the Lord a big hand clap of praise. Let me share with you what my wife didn't tell you. She was living in St. Louis when uh, rheumatoid arthritis attacked her and she lost her apartment. She was too sick to keep it. She lost her job, too sick to keep it. She had to move home and live with her mother. She was crippled. She was supposed to be in a wheelchair. At that time, I was working with a man by the name of uh, Edwin Taylor, who, um, if I can say this affectionately, he looked like Humpty Dumpty. Look at somebody say he was very round. And uh, he used to be a, <laughs> before he got saved, he was a uh, owner and operator of a nightclub. And he gets for real saved. And so then God calls him into the jail and prison ministry and he has a dream to take five people with him and I was one of those people. And uh, so yes, I've been to jail and I've been to prison. Look at somebody say hallelujah. And uh, <laughs> so we used to preach there. And so um, we were uh, doing something and, also, and the spirit of God would come on him. And when the spirit of God come on him, you just know, I, listen, this is true testimony. Don't worry, I'm going I'm to I'm really teach in a minute. Uh, there was a man, he had a knife in the shower in the jail. And, the poli and, 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 the, and uh, Brother Taylor said uh, to, the, to the police, let me go in. They let him go in. He said to that demon inside that man, in the name of Jesus, I rebuke you. Power of God hit that man. He literally collapsed and fell to the oh, yeah. He was powerful. So the spirit of God came on him one day and he prayed for Deborah and she was healed. But here was the question that God posed. Do you want to be well? Will you choose to receive your healing? If you remember when a man was paralyzed for 38 years, Jesus said, will you choose to be made well? Look at somebody and say, you got to make a right choice. Deborah at one time was on metformin and she was taking insulin four times a day. Okay, and the Lord spoke and told me, pray for her every day for 90 days. She doesn't take metformin. She doesn't take insulin. She goes back to her doctor. Her A1Cs are normal and have been normal ever since. Look at somebody say, Jesus heals today. There's a scripture that says in the book of Proverbs that bitterness dries up the bones. Look at somebody say, you heard it, but you didn't hear it. Sometimes, because you've been hurt and you become bitter, it can dry up your bones and the enemy can attack you with rheumatoid arthritis. It's an autoimmune disease where the body turns against itself. Sometimes you can be rejected so much by somebody or some people significant that you start rejecting yourself as well. And your body takes the signals from your soul, your mind. And the emotional pain becomes a physical pain in your bones. Why? Because the bones carry life. You hear me? 
So she began to say, look, I had to learn how to say no without feeling guilty because many times people with rheumatoid arthritis and people with sugar diabetes, they have issues with rejection, self-rejection, and they have issues with guilt. Y'all going to make me preach up in here. I try to stay cool and calm, you know what I mean? You see all this gray hair? I try to save my energy to pray for people, but every now and then, you know, I don't know, it's kind of like a T.D. Jakes kind of thing, get on me. I, I got to hold it back, though. You know? So, um, you go to this church? How long you been going to this church? Huh? Since 2000? So you've been going here for a long time? Okay. And, and who, 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 who's that handsome gentleman? That's your husband. So how long have you guys been together? Yeah, you, you guys come and see me. Right now. <laughs> so have both of you guys been going here? Yeah. For 10 years? And then, and then came back. Um, so I'm just, I'm playing right now, but I'm going to get serious in a minute. Look at somebody say, he likes to play. Yeah, okay. oh, don't worry, don't worry. I'm going to teach. I'm gonna t- I promise you, I'm going to teach. <laughs> so y'all guys have been married 10 years? No, we've been together for 10 years. You guys have been together for 10 years. And how long have you been married? Almost eight. Knows how he looked at her for direction. <laughs> Tell me, baby, I can't count. He can count before he... He could count before he met her, but now? I'm talking to the wrong person. Yeah, a little over eight years here. A little over eight years. Okay, so, so anyway, um, you know when I was talking about this whole thing about rejection and self-rejection, you know I was talking to you. Know it now, don't you? Okay. You know as I looked at you, didn't I? Okay. So, I'm going to talk to you a little bit about it in your ear. Okay, because you know what I mean? Also, um, well, come here. Y'all lift up your hands and praise the Lord for me. (laughs) You go. Take it out. 
I didn't go into too much detail, just enough. Because some people, like Medea, they get scared. What's he going to say about me? What's he going to say about me? Girl, you're doing good. So anyway, um, how's your marriage doing? It could be better. It's doing okay. It could be better. I know. That's why I brought it up. <laughs> so here's, here's the deal. Um, the Lord wants you to work. Now, this is going to help some other guys because the reason I do this publicly is because it's going to help some other brothers. So anyway... Um, communicate your thoughts more fully. Quit being so general and so uh, short. Talk more. She loves just to hear your voice. Right. Okay. She needs to see affection that she knows is in there. But you got to make her feel it. Right. Okay. That's emotional affection. She really, really needs you. And I know you need her. Because y'all in love. <laughs> so I'm, I'm seeing a book. Um, you ever heard of the five love languages? Okay. Yeah. So do you know your love languages? Mine is hers. Times two what is his? What is his love language? Touch. What else? Mm, that's his main one, really. Okay, and what is yours? Help the brother figure it out. <laughs> oh, no, no, I'll help you. She needs lots of, of verbal affirmation. Lots of it. She needs to be praised for stuff she does right. Okay. She wants acts of service. Yes. True. Oh, I'm, I'm on it, ain't I? <laughs> I'm on it, ain't I? Yeah. Look at somebody saying, it wasn't none of your business. See, she's looking in the eye. Now, here's the thing. How's your finances doing? Not the great. I mean, it's okay. It could be better. Okay. Listen to me carefully. If you will follow these instructions I'm giving you by the Spirit of the Lord, God's going to do something for you guys financially. might want to repent now. (laughs) 
Let me say this to you. Somebody sometimes will say this. They say, I can't afford to tithe. No, you can't afford not to. You don't tithe, you're, gonna, you're doomed to stay stuck. Because it's when you tithe that God opens up the windows of heaven. Am I wrong or am I right? You're right. And that's all I'm going to say. You get the picture. Look at somebody say, mm-hmm. So, as you give yourself mentally, emotionally, and physically to this woman, God's going to give himself to you. As you sacrifice for her, God's going to sacrifice for you. You're going to have to repent, though, for not tithing. Because you closed heaven over your own self. God wants to bless you, but you're going to have to do his work. Look at somebody say, repentance is always a good thing. Look at somebody say, it's the goodness of God that leads you to repentance. You're getting some of the goodness. Are you hearing? Look, let me help you. I, I, the first time I got caught up to heaven was in 1989. The first time. It was a surprise. I'm only going to talk to you a little bit. You need to understand me. Four o'clock in the morning, December, an angel comes. I go through the heavens. The book of Revelation talks about the heavenly tabernacle. I saw lightning. An angel is standing before me. There's a door open to the courtroom of God. I instantly know I have an appointment with God. This is a surprise. The angel walks through the door. The door is closed, but it opens by appointment. I know I'm supposed to follow the angel. When I walk through there, I'm in the courtroom of God. There I see a bright light. Inside the light's God the Father. Around the light is a glory cloud. All of a sudden, I know Jesus is there. I turn, and there's Jesus. 
And the courtroom got witnesses. Oh, y'all don't want to talk to me. And the first thing God the Father says to me is this. He says, take notes and learn. Then he says to me, 1 Peter 4.17. Now the time has come for judgment to begin at the house of God. And he makes it clear to me, every son that the father loves, he rebukes, corrects, and chastens. And that was where the rebuke began. So I went to heaven to get mine. You ought to be happy to be getting yours on the earth. I was shook for six months. Now, seriously, I was shook for six months. But it did me good. Because who the Lord loves. And then you respond correctly. He showers blessing upon blessing upon blessing upon you. And I went to heaven, got rebuked. Give me a hand. Close your eyes. I need a brother to stand behind me. That's right. Lift up your hand. Say, Jesus, Jesus. I repent of every sin. I repent of every sin. Forgive me. Forgive me. I repent of procrastination. I repent of procrastination. Forgive me. Forgive me. I'm gonna do your word. I'm gonna do your word. I'm going to tithe. I'm going to give offerings. And you're going to bless me. I'm going to love my wife. Self-sacrificially. Like Jesus, you love the church. And Lord, you're going to heal my heart. Even of the rejections that I have suffered in my past. With one of my parents. And others. And you're healing me right now. And I receive it. And there was a woman that was significant too that you got rejected by. The Lord's healing that too. Get ready because here comes the power of God. When I count down to zero, three, two, one, Satan, loose him. And be healed right now. There it is. Mm. That's it. Take 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 it. I wish I could have some minister brothers come and give him a hug for me. Come on. And you just keep right on crying. Now. So sisters come and give her a hug for me. I don't care who. All right. Somebody say hallelujah.
Lift up your hands and give the Lord a praise. Pastor, is there a certain time we have to be out of here or done? Four? Okay, so that gives me two hours. Works for me. Listen, if you're going to minister to people, it's going to take time. Hear what I'm saying? You a minister? Okay. Uh, I just feel a prophetic thing on me right now. I'm going to try to move from it. Because <laughs> uh, I see the word teacher over your head. You love to teach? Come and stand right here because I see a Romans 12 gift of teaching. I see it. Ah. <laughs> uh, is it in your heart to pastor someday? Yes. Did you dream in your heart or at night about being a pastor? Both. Both. Oh. Because I see you behind the pulpit preaching. Did you have that dream? Yes. Oh, I see you out and about doing the work of an evangelist. Yes. Did you have that dream? Yes. I see three gifts. Ephesians 4, pastor, teacher, evangelist. Those are the three things you feel called to. Yes. Ah, okay. So do you ever research words, what they mean in the Hebrew and the Greek? Starting to. Yeah, you're supposed to do that. No, no, no. You're supposed to do that. How long ago did you start? A couple months. Yeah. That's the Holy Spirit leading you. Okay? Now, I, I need to say this to you because God the Father is pouring out grace upon you to increase your sensitivity to the Holy Spirit. Okay? It comes as faint impressions that you need to pay more attention to. Amen. Let me give an example. Sometimes when God speaks to you, it's not in a voice. It's in a feeling. Yes. Right? And it comes out of nowhere. Correct. Okay? The reason I'm telling you this is for your confirmation. Like, you know how you can leave the house and you can feel like, I don't know if I locked the door. Yep. <laughs> and you go back and you find out? He didn't. Right. But it was a feeling that came suddenly. That's how the Holy Spirit deals with you. Yes. Also, he deals with you in the area of dreams. Yes. Okay. In fact, he used to actually give you dreams before you got saved. And warned you not to do stuff. Correct. Which you did anyway. Correct. <laughs> yes. Oh, no, 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 no. He would go to a house to go do something and he would have a bad feeling about going that something was going to happen and he would ignore it and something would happen bad because <laughs> I see the police coming to the house many times <laughs> <laughs> and 
And even when he wasn't saved, God was saying, you don't want to go there today. For you don't think God will talk to you before? Uh, so um, you want to see people healed yes and you I can't tell if you dreamed about it in your heart or actually dreamed at night about miracles of healing yes or both both yeah and miracles of deliverance alcoholism drug addiction smoking cigarettes gambling I'm going to pray for you. You're going to get an impartation today. So, I need to ask you a really strange question. What is significant about the month of May, particularly the middle of the month? Oh, you should stop and think. Do you have a relative here? Come here. Is that the wife? Come here. I want you to go back in your, in your past and look at what happened in the month of May, particularly around the middle of May. Actually, it was May the 14th. What? It's when I went into the home. What day? 14th. What month? May. I do this for a living. <laughs> no, look, seriously. I was, um, they actually let me into a, um, a state-run alcohol and drug facility. They give me two hours when I'm home. When I'm home, they give me two hours, six to eight, on Tuesday nights. So I say to a woman, I want to talk to you about your drug dealers. And I let her know one of them is named Sean. Yes, true. And the other one's named Michael. That's true. And I want to talk to you about the drugs that was in the car. Now she's shaking because don't nobody know about that. And how she's been transporting drugs. She was working with Margo, who was the wife of Mike, to a house on the corner, which is where she lived. Oh, yeah. So about 15 or 16 other women are watching this. So I say to this other woman, who's Cody? Oh, that was my boyfriend at such and such age. And I said, I see three men. Oh, that's three, my three baby daddies, right? And so I talk to her about the man with the um, tattoo right here and right here. And then I see this incident that happens because I see the word family violence. And then I have a vision of this violence that happened where the police came and got him. Then there was a woman. She had metal in her hip. Her leg was three inches short. And... Her leg grows out three inches and she can't feel the metal. She's crying. We had 16 people get saved that night. It don't work just in church. Okay? It don't work just in church. Now you see why they call me the black James Maloney. You see why. Any of you ever heard of Dr. James Maloney? Yeah, y'all don't know him. You have? Have you? Oh, yeah. I was just with him. Anyway, um, so 
How do you feel about fasting? Laugh. <laughs> Ain't your favorite thing that is. Not really. Have a little trouble with that, huh? Yeah. Might want to work on that. Amen. <laughs> What's the longest you ever fast? A week. Okay. Listen to me carefully. Has it ever come to you to fast a couple of days a week regularly? Yes. Would you like to know why it's come to you? Yes. Because the Lord's been telling you. Amen. Have you been doing it? No. That's why I'm bringing it up. Amen. <laughs> I tried to tell you, repent before you call you. But this is a man of God. Did you hear me? He's a man of God. The Lord has just made it real clear to him he's supposed to fast at least two days a week. The reason I, the, the Lord brought this to me is because this is part of the vision. See it now? This is why. So he's going to have to get your attention, right, like Moses in the burning bush, because you're fasting regularly and then every now and then doing a three-day fast or seven-day fast, eventually you're going to have to do a 14-day fast. All of this is going to cause you to come into a yieldedness in the spirit that's going to cause miracles of healing to flow in you. Because you got this compassion that's God-given, a Romans 12, gift of mercy and compassion that God put in you for a certain kind of people. And it's the kind of people from where you came from. There's going to be an impartation of the gifts of healings and the working of miracles. Here it comes. Three, two, one. There it is. About me, Lord, right? Mm -hmm. hmm? I'm gonna talk to you about you. So, anyway, you know how you meet person for the first time and you have a feeling about them? Yes. And then it turns out to be true? Yes. The Lord will show you stuff about them. It's just a feeling. Yes. You know that's a gift of the word of knowledge? Yes. Yes. That's what it is. Okay. Let me teach real quick. Lord, hit him again now. In Hebrews 5.14, it says having your spiritual exercises, your spiritual senses exercised to discern. In your physical body, you have sight, you have hearing, you have smell, you have taste, you have touch. Your, your human spirit is like your body. Oh, taste and see that the Lord is good. They have ears, but they don't. They have eyes, but they don't. Even in, okay, if I could just be educational just for a minute. Look at somebody say, education just for a minute. 
There's something called NLP. It's neuro-linguistic programming. It's your brain language sequence. Even in the way that you learn and the way that you talk reveals your brain language sequence. You ever talk to somebody that say, I see what you're saying? Everybody say they're visual in that moment. Somebody say, I hear you. Everybody say they're audio in that moment. They talk and they say, well, I feel like. Everybody say they're kinesthetic. Well, here's what happens. You're all of those, but you have primary ways of uh, God communicating with you. For example, he is, by learning, he is, and he'll testify to tell you this is true. If he can see it and put his hands on it, he can do it. So that's the way God wired him, so that's the way God's going to talk to him. You want to know what makes a seer a seer? Look at somebody say, he's a highly visual person. That's why the prophet said, the word of the Lord came to me and I saw. I'm making sense to you. Okay? Well, you're a kinesthetic person. So you have to have a clear mind of, no judgment about somebody, and all of a sudden this feeling comes, that's a word of knowledge. Well, you can also have that concerning prophecy because you have felt things in the future too and they've happened. Yes. So you have two gifts now that you're aware of. Now I'm going to tell you about the third one. Sometimes a person could feel demons. Yes. That's the dimension of discerning a spirit. So... Sometimes you'll be in intercession because you're an intercessor. Yes. That's one of your favorite things to do. Yes. You just love to pray. I do. And so then a face will come before you. Yes. And you'll start praying about it. Yes. And then if you inquire, you'll find out the thing you're praying about is what they've been going through. Yes. Word of knowledge. Discerning of spirits. Word of knowledge. Discerning of spirits. Prophecy. You have some prophetic gifting in you, but you have to feed your gift. Okay? Now, let me talk to you. Um, you know, some people worry about stuff that never happens. You wouldn't know anybody like that, would you? Yes, I do. Personally. I know you do. Because you've had a struggle with anxiety. Yes. In fact, there was times when I would see pressure around your head. Yes. And then you would have body aches. Yes. And then I see stomach disturbance. Yes. There was times when you would you know, have increased heart palpitations. Yes. And times when you wish you could take a vacation from your own body. Yes. You feel like jumping out of your skin. Yes. Okay. This has hindered your gift. Now, what am I demonstrating for you? I'm demonstrating for you. And by the way, there's a demon that talks to you who tries to make you feel like um, you ain't got it. Amen. That devil's a liar because you sure enough got the gifts of God on the inside of you. You're the real deal legitimate. Anyway, the spirit of fear and anxiety is leaving you right now. Somebody ought to give God a praise.
Now, for me, um, 1 Corinthians chapter 12 talks about nine gifts of the Spirit. Everybody say nine gifts of the Spirit. There are three gifts of revelation. Everybody say word of knowledge, word of wisdom, prophets, uh, I mean uh, discerning of spirits. Knowledge, wisdom, discerning of spirits. Discerning of spirits is a supernatural ability to discern what's going on in the spiritual realm, whether it be angels, whether it be demons, whether it's the human spirit, spirit of God, whatever. Okay? Where you can see, smell, touch, feel, whatever. Okay. When I got saved in 1972, filled with the Holy Spirit, I had no manifestations of any gifts. Everything you see here is developed through repentance, everybody say repentance, faith, obedience, fasting, prayer, and uh, everybody say study. Okay? In fact, where it really began was um, the end of July, 1983, where the Lord spoke to me and he said, I want you to fast 14 days and read the book of Daniel three times, and he said, I will give you revelation and prophecy. That's where it started. Everybody say knowledge, wisdom, discernment, revelation. Everybody say the mind of Christ. Everybody say different kind of languages, understanding languages. You guys can go. Prophecy. Oh, no way, woman. You cannot go. Woman, woman. I'm going to put your hand in my hand. You're going to get a supernatural impartation. It's going to get increased, okay? Here comes the impartation. Three, two, one. I release it now. I'm just soak in the presence. Everybody say tongues. Interpretation of tongues. Prophecy. Everybody say speaking gifts. Gifts of utterance. Everybody say the mouth of Christ. Then there is, everybody say power gifts. Now in the original language, 1 Corinthians chapter 12, verse 9 and 10, to one is given gifts of healing. Actually in the original language, it's gifts, plural, of healings, plural. Everybody say gifts of healings. Then it's the working of miracles. Everybody say it's not the gift of miracles. It's the working of miracles, which means you got to have the wisdom to know how to work it. Then there's the gift of faith. Everybody say the word of faith. Everybody say the hand of Christ. So knowledge, wisdom, discernment. Everybody say mind of Christ. Everybody say gifts of utterance. Tongues, interpretation, prophecy. Mouth of Christ. Everybody say healings, miracles, faith. Everybody say the hand of Christ. Okay, now let's talk about this whole thing of uh, starting with gifts of healings. So turn to, uh, uh, oh, let's start with Matthew. Here's the thing. Um, Book of Acts says all that Jesus began to do and to teach. You can sit down for a minute, bro. You'll have to get up in a minute, but take a break. Thank you for helping a brother out. I need a lot of help. Oh, my goodness. Okay. Um,
Matthew 4. Did I tell you what verse? Let me tell you what verse. Everybody say gifts of healings. Okay, so Matthew 4, verse 23. Yeah, what it was was this. In Acts, I think, chapter 1, verse 1, it says, uh, former treatise have I made, O Theophilus, which means God lover, of all that Jesus began to do and teach. Everybody said Jesus would do and he would teach. What he was doing was what he's teaching. What I'm doing is what I'm teaching. Okay. Okay. Let me just, this is not a word, this is not a word of knowledge. I'm asking for information. Who here is in physical pain now? Raise your hand. Keep it up. Keep it up. Why are you in pain now? Of course. Why are you in pain now while she's coming to talk to me in my ear? Okay. Now whisper, girl. They, they be hearing you if you don't whisper. Oh, okay. And you're in pain in both places? Rachel. So if I was to say the name Jen, Jenny, or Jennifer, who comes to mind? Someone I used to use drugs with when I was younger. Okay. Now, um, remember how I was talking to that lady right there about fear and anxiety? Mm -hmm. That's you. Definitely. That's true. And it actually started back in your family when you were five, six, seven years of age. Sure. Because of the stuff that was going on in the family. Was it exactly how I described it? Yes. Did I describe it in detail? Yes. And I can go more, but I don't have time. Okay. This is where all that started. I was thinking that when I was sitting down. You know, the first time 
Okay, this is, no, I probably shouldn't tell you that because that's probably going to freak you out. Want me to tell you? So I remember I was looking at this woman and it's like her head opened up and I could just like read what she was thinking. It's not mind reading, it's word of knowledge. Sometimes I actually see words. So all I have to do is read what I see. Okay? Sometimes I just instantly know it. Like that woman there, I just instantly, bam, I just know it. Or sometimes I, like I described to you a vision that I just saw of what happened when you were that age. So, so even though I can see you here, I can see the vision at the same time. So I'm in two worlds at once, okay? So, Um, when I was, when I had my heavenly experience look at me, there was an angel that um, God had when I was there, and he said, you're going to take God's healing power to the nations. That was one of the things that God told me through this angel. How many of you know that he assigns angels to your life? Psalm 91 says he will give his angels what? Charge over you, Right? And he makes his angels his spirits, right? His ministers flames of fire. And there are angels that are ministering spirits for those that are, that are saved. Well, you know, I've had the 
privilege of ministering God's healing power to like 200 nations. Tell me when it's zero. Yeah. See, one of the things Jesus told me, he said, with your hands you'll heal. He said, the sick will be healed immediately. He said, I've given you a gift of healing and miracles. And he said, he told me to heal the sick, expel demons, bring the dead to life. All of which has happened. I could go further with you, but I'm going to stop just because I got to go. You know what? Because you pulled on the gift, I will. your hand. This time you can't let her go out. You ready? Close your eyes. Say, Jesus, I take my deliverance now. I take my deliverance now. You spirit of heaviness, loose her and go from her now, and I forbid you return. Come on. Five miles. You want your healing? Look at somebody say, he's doing and teaching. Where do you have pain at? Okay, stay right where you are. Um, will you choose to receive your healing now? W will you? Okay. You were able to relate to my wife? The whole thing about guilt? Whole thing about anger? Whole thing about resentment? Whole thing about bitterness? Whole thing about hurt? You know, sometimes a demon can come to you and he can talk to you about suicide. I can't deal with the pain right. anymore. Okay? And um, look at me. And so we can live in the land of regret where we go into self-rejection and even self-hatred and we get mad at ourselves more than we're mad at all these other people. Yes. You say, how are you able to do this? Galatians 2.20 says, Christ lives in me. Christ knows all about her. I don't know nothing. But if I can tap into the spirit of Christ, for the spirit of a man knows what's in the heart of a man, and the spirit of God knows, searches the deep things of God, and the spirit of God knows the heart of a man. So if I can search the spirit of God, I can find out some things that God knows about her that will help her to receive her healing. 
Colossians 1.27 says, Christ in you, the hope of what? So it's not me, it's Christ. I just know I have a gift from Christ. I'm very confident. Look at somebody said, don't take his confidence as arrogance. No, my confidence is in Christ. It ain't myself. Believe that. So you're going to have to forgive yourself. My wife did a good job, didn't she? Woo! She like got in your chili. Didn't she get in your chili, girlfriend? Because <laughs> the same emotional state that people have in rheumatoid arthritis, you've had with your fibromyalgia. I got to tell you this. I'm going to smile at you. Look at me. I'm smiling at you because right now God the Father is smiling at you. Because he knows you feel like a failure. Look up at me. Look up at me. But the Father smiles, look up at me, and says, I don't see failure. So, you know, there was a great sin that you committed in your past. Look at me. Look at me. Obey and look at me. Yes? Okay. And so I said, Lord, what was that great sin? Would you like to know what he just said to me? Look at me. I forgot what it was. And it's time for you to let it go today. Now you see why the father's father. Here's what's really gonna blow you. Watch what happens when you come and stand before me. Come and stand before me. Watch what happens to your body. gone. It's time to give him a praise. Oh, it's time. Oh, I wish somebody. You know what? If you would shout over somebody else's healing, you get yours. The Bible says rejoice with them that what? Rejoice. Oh, I wish I could have a few women come up and hug and shout with her. Somebody ought to give God a praise up in here. That's it. Come on, keep praising him.
See, love will, will seal the healing. Now, sister, my hand's on your head. You spirit of rejection and self-rejection, go from her. You spirit of guilt, go from her. Spirit of self-hatred, go from her. Be healed in your mind and in your emotions and in your body now. Oh, let's praise the Lord. Come on. Not just with your hands, with your lips. Come on. I said, lift up your hands and just give him praise. Come on. Open up your lips and give praise to the Lord. God is moving up in here. I said, Jesus is moving. You know, if I've learned anything at all, Jesus doesn't move because of me. He moves in spite of me. Hallelujah. 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 Hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. All right. While they do that, you can sit down and y'all take y'all's time. I'll teach and you can kind of listen and just love on the sister. Look at somebody say, very unorthodox. Look at somebody say, but it's still all right. So now I'm teaching. I'm teaching from uh, Matthew 4.23. Jesus would do and teach. Let me show you how Jesus would do and teach. Jesus would take a man that was blind, open up his eyes, and then say, I'm the light of the world. Look at somebody say, what he did was what he was teaching. Jesus would feed 5,000 men plus women and children, bread and fishes, and then he'd say, I'm the bread of life. Look at somebody say, what he did was what he was teaching. Let me, uh, I'll just say this in passing, even though we're not on it. Miracles are the sign language of God. Just like a deaf person talks with their hands and what they are doing is what they're saying. Miracles are the sign language of God. This was more than about healing fibromyalgia. This was about healing her heart. Lord's really going to bless you as you obey. You're going to be surprised. As you fast and pray, you're going to be surprised. Um, you also need to study healing. Okay? Uh, is this being recorded? You need to study T.L. Osborne, Healing the Sick. The Gospel According to T.L. Osborne. The Good Life. Um, you need to get a book called Healing, A, a More Excellent Way by Henry Wright like Wright Brothers, W-R-I-G-H-T, okay? Um, you need to listen to a man by the name of Curry Blake. You can go on YouTube, uh, talk about healing. It isn't that I necessarily agree with everything that he says. You eat the meat, you spit out the bones. You hear what I'm saying? So when I recommend an author, it doesn't mean I totally agree. 
Look at somebody and say, because ain't none of us got, ever, got it all right anyway. Okay? All right? So, study healing, all right? And, um, and you might want to look my name up. Watch some videos. You'll catch it. You'll catch it. You'll catch it. You'll catch it. Look at somebody said the anointing could be caught. One of my spiritual sons just raised his first person from the dead. Y'all don't want to talk to me. I got a spiritual daughter who's raised about four from the dead that I'm aware of at this point. Y'all don't want to talk to me. <laughs> the last person the Lord used me to raise from the dead happened in front of about 60 or 80 people. Look at somebody say, no more I, but Christ lives in me. See, after you've been doing this for a while, this is what you figure out. Jesus doesn't work because of you. He works in spite of you. Look at somebody say, God gets around you to somehow to do a miracle. And see, I'm at the point, I've been at this point for a long time. I don't take credit when they get healed. I don't take the blame when they don't get healed. You get healed, it ain't my success. If you don't get healed, it ain't my failure. Look at somebody and say, he ain't got nothing to do with it. As long as your ego's in it. Because if you're going to take the success, you're going to make it your failure. Look at somebody and say, either way, it's a mistake. All right, let's teach. So, Matthew 4, 23, and Jesus went about all Galilee, number one, teaching the word in the synagogues, preaching the good news concerning the dominion of God, healing all manner of sickness, all manner of disease among the people. His fame went throughout all Syria. They brought to him all sick people, taken with, everybody say different diseases. Now, there's gifts, plural, of healings, plural, and you can have a specific gift of healing for a specific disease. You can have a gift of healing just for bone diseases. You can have a gift of healing just for blood diseases. You can have a gift of healing just for skin diseases. You can have a gift of healing just for muscle diseases. You can have a gift of healing for specific organs, for the deaf to hear, for the blind to see. How many of you are hearing what I'm saying? Everybody say gifts of healing, different diseases. So now look what he says here. And torments, the Greek word here for torments is pain. Okay, let me show you. Who here said they had physical pain? Why you have physical pain? Because my, my knee hurt. My, huh? I just experienced experience pain like in my leg and my shoulder. Why? Do you know why? Mm -hmm. How long have you had it? Um, it just start about um, like a little bit, little bit after I came into the men's home. Give me a time frame. Is that a week, a month? Uh, it's about a, more than a year. Morning here. Yeah. You got the pain right now. Yeah. You can feel it in the shoulder and the knee. Mm -hmm. Stand up, see what happens. I thought you said you had pain. I know you did. <laughs> you just got here. You can have to sit down. No, no, say what I'm trying to show you. And you can't blame it on me because I didn't touch it. 
Look at somebody said, don't be blaming the preacher. People love to blame the preacher for the good, the bad, and the ugly. <laughs> Who else got pain over here? Oh. Why do you have pain? Why? How long have you had it? Let me show you something. See, this is going to take y'all somewhere. Come here. The Bible says in Acts 10.38, God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Ghost and with power. You believe it? Mm -hmm. Right? And he went about doing good and healing all that were oppressed of the devil. For God was with him. God's with me. So when Peter waited till his shadow got long, he went for a walk. It wasn't Peter's shadow that healed the people. God was walking with Peter. It was God's shadow. So God's walking with me. So by the time we get down there, watch what happens. Follow me. Three, two, one, now! I command all pain and the reason for the pain, go now and stay gone. I speak a series of creative miracles now. You can't blame it on me? Jesus said, I am with you. Why you do that? Because the Lord told me to do it. That's why I did it. I ain't trying to show you nothing about me. I just said God is with me. If you're a believer, he with you too. Yeah. See, this is going to mess some of y'all up. I carry my own atmosphere with me. You can get healed just being in my atmosphere. How you feel? It's all gone. I know, Jesus did it. See you later, bye. Go praise him. Before you sit, before you sit, can I have a couple, two or three sisters come out and give her a big hug for me? Two or three, four, five. Come on, and, and rejoice with her. See, if you quit rejoicing, God will quit moving. Jesus would what? Do and what? I just talked about a gift of healing for torments, which is what? The kingdom of God is not in word only, but it's also in the demonstration of what? Power. 1 Corinthians 4.20. Let me show you something. Who else got pain over here? I'm waiting. Oh, oh yeah, finally. It took you so long. Sister girl, why you got pain? Why do you have pain? 
Where? Where you got pain? Where? How long have you had it? Is it dull pain? Continuous pain? What kind of pain is it? You have it now. Okay. I thought you said. <laughs> I thought you said you had pain. You did. Well, when did it leave? When I said what? <laughs> you got healed. You wasn't paying attention to me, huh? No, no, no. See, I'm in. Listen, this this is funny. I'm in New York. I'm in New York. Don't worry, don't worry. Uh, the sister behind you, I'm coming to you. Coming to you. I'm in New York. So this radiologist, I was going to pray for people who had like metal and it was causing them pain and it was dissolved. And this radiologist, he had a fusion. And so my question was, does the metal cause your pain? He said no. So I say to him, <laughs> I ain't praying for you. That ain't what I'm calling for right now. I'm calling for people with metal that got pain so God can dissolve the metal, change it into bone. I am not praying just because you got a fusion that can't turn your neck. So I said, I'm not praying for you. Just to show you how much I got to do with it, he gets instantly healed. He can turn his neck every which. <laughs> like, like God needs me or something. <laughs> I said, I ain't praying for you. Instantly he goes, I'm healed. People, like I got something to do with it. Like, why you got pain? Yeah, just one. Yeah, that's fine. How long have you had it? Okay, are you ready to? You believe it's gonna happen, right? Here's what's really gonna get you. You ready? I'm gonna bless you, and the minute I bless you, all that's gonna be healed. You ready? I bless you with miracles of healing right now for God's glory in Jesus' name. And I decree, according to Job, you shall decree a thing and it shall be established. I decree the spirit of infirmity out. And I decree all of that recreated now. Three, two, one, stand up. What do you mean the Lord's healed you? What do you mean? What do you mean? What happened to your pain? All gone? Well, come out here. See, would you like to know what I just really did? He told me to bless her. <laughs> okay. Look at somebody saying, miracles happen. When you receive an instruction from God and you simply obey, it's the working. When I heard from God and did what he said, that was the work, he does the miracle. Yeah, you probably ought to do that. Because as I get closer, God's power is going to get stronger on her. Anyway.
So I was in um, Borger, Texas. A woman was fluffy. <laughs> and in the service, she loses 50 pounds. Feel something going on right now? Here's what's really going to get you. Let me know when you feel your pants getting loose. Yeah, that's the one who's doing it. Jesus is doing it. What, what, what? What, 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 what? I know. They're going to get even looser. And you're going to get a supernatural reduction too. And it's happening right now. So I, I prophesied this woman. She weighed 400 pounds. God calls her to lose. I, I can't remember if it was 230 pounds or 260 pounds. I read this woman, her stomach goes. <laughs> I've had them grab their pants, their underwear. <laughs> Truthfully, you can actually go. When I was with Sid Roth, we did a behind the scenes thing. You better grab them because God's doing more. Longer I stand here. And then after I leave. So anyway, anyway, you know, you should get prepared for about. 45, 50 pounds is starting right now and it's going to continue. So here's what you need to do. I want you to go get a pair of pants that you can't get in. You will shrink into them. Oh, glory. Hallelujah. She likes me. So I was at Pine Grove Baptist Church <laughs> and, and God started touching this woman. This was, and so she was one of the praise team leaders, and her stuff started falling. <laughs> oh, I, I, oh, I was, I was going to tell you was it's it's on film. You can actually go on film and watch a woman shrinking her clothes. It's on film, okay. So anyway, um, I've seen them where they feet shrunk in their shoes. Uh, supernatural reductions. Y'all know what I'm saying. Uh, ring fall off. The woman after, you know, I told you about the woman at the Baptist church. It's a full gospel Baptist church. Uh, the next woman who was going to lead praise and worship after I left, while she was leading the people in praise and worship, all her stuff fell. She had to sit down. The presence of God was still there to do the miraculous. Y'all getting ready to work now. I decree and declare 45, 50 pounds supernatural weight loss now. Let it be so. Give the Lord a hand clap. Pains. All right. Can't get hooked up.
Can't get too hung up on pains, even though I'll come back for some more. Got to teach. Look at somebody say, God confirms his word. Mark 16 with signs following. And those that were possessed with devils. Now listen. VO churches are miracle working churches. One of the dimensions of the working of miracles and gifts of healing has to do with deliverance. I'm going to show you deliverance. Anybody who's an alcoholic has a spirit of a lust for alcohol. Something called deliverance miracles. One of the Greek words, the Greek word for witchcraft is pharmacology. Everybody say drugs. So I'm going to show you how many miracles God's already done in this church. All the y'all that used to drink, but because of Jesus, you don't drink no more. Stand to your feet. All of y'all that used to get high, but don't get high no more because of Jesus, wave your hands. All of y'all that used to be, go to jail, and the judge knew who you were. The police knew who you were. And you ain't been to jail or come before the judge for any of those reasons since you came to Jesus, wave your hands. All of y'all that used to be, visit the jail. You was a resident. At one time or another, wave your hands. Look at somebody say, walk in miracles. How many of y'all used to gamble, but don't gamble no more because of Jesus? Clap your hands. VO is known for deliverance miracles. <laughs> okay? That's what it's known for. So you got miracles. Now listen to me. Whatever Jesus has delivered you from, you have authority over. I'm telling you now, whatever Jesus has delivered you from, you got authority over. You are miracle workers. Let's take 60 seconds and give God a praise for every miracle. Praise the Lord. You can take your seat for a minute. And those that were lunatic, here, the Greek word here is moonstruck. It actually means what we would call mental uh, disorders. Okay? Depression. Reoccurring depression. Anxiety disorder. Um, you know, things like alcoholism, drug addiction. Um, um, sexual disorders, um, uh, homosexuality, uh, lesbianism. Now, even though the Diagnostic Statistics Manual may now say that that's all right, at one time it said that that was a disorder. Look at somebody say, I've been delivered by Jesus. So, you know, so there could be a gift of healing for these conditions. And last here, it's palsy, which has to do with paralysis. Everybody said there's a gift of healing for paralysis. Okay, so now, let me do this. Okay, this is going to help somebody. Because we'll do this quick. 
Well, probably this uh, this will also help you. Sometimes I like to do this just because it helps people. Do I have anybody here with a short arm by accident, injury, or by birth? Raise your hand. Short arm. You got a whole arm, but it's short. Raise raise your hands. Why do you have a short arm? Can you stretch it out? So you can't move it. Okay, is that because of the shoulder? On the shoulder? Okay, I'm coming back to you. I saw a hand raised over here. You have a short arm? Why? Birth? Okay, number two, short arm? Broken? How short is it? I can't see. You can't straighten it either? Why? You should come here. Who else got a short arm? By accident, entry, or by birth? Why? Can you straighten it? You can't lift it. Okay. Come here. Put your arm in short. Stand here and face me. Face me. Stand absolutely straight. Just like this. Put both hands out like this. Bring them together straight, up and down. Bring them together straight. Just like that. Bring them together. How much short was it? How does it feel? Does it hurt or anything? Feels a little stiff, but um, just a little tension. Okay. still got 50 minutes. Everybody said we still got 50 minutes. Oh, see, here's the thing about healing ministry. It takes time. I mean, you can, you know, you can rush, Lord, fix it. 
Can I do it? Yeah, yeah what? Feels great. Yeah. See you later. Bye. Yeah. I didn't do anything. Um, who said they had uh, short arms? Come up. Just come up. Just come up. Um, do I have anybody here who has a short leg by accident, injury, or by birth? Short leg because of? How short is it? Like three-eighths of an inch. Okay, that ain't very much. I'll pray for you anyway, though. Yours is short? You got arthritis. Eh, I'll get to that later. Short leg, why? How short? How short? Yeah, you're what I'm looking for. Um, don't worry, I'm going to get to you. Uh, woman, yes? And so you have a short leg, how short? Yeah, you should come up. Yeah, I need two chairs, if you can get them quick. Or I can use the pew. Okay, thank you, Pastor. He got a short leg? How short? Okay, and how come? Okay, God will heal him. Got to get to you. All right. Um, which leg is short? Ladies first. Which ladies? Which which leg is short? Okay. So what I need is I need a cover over her knees. You, my man, come and sit here, woman. All the rest of you guys can get over here. I need you to uh, yeah, just put it actually over her knees. Yeah, just like that. That work. Yeah, just like that. You hold my mic. Oh, hallelujah. From birth or accident, what'd you say? Hit by a car, lift him up for me. Yeah, this is your bad leg, yeah. I get it. Is it straight? Straighten it out. Okay, so anyway, she's like two inches short. So the people who need a miracle come and look over my shoulders. Over my shoulders. And the guy with three inches, yeah, whoever that is, come quick. Come quick. Got to hurry now because I'm running against time. Does it hurt or anything? Yeah, this was what age? What age? I was in second grade. All right. And so you're 39 now. <laughs> <laughs> Mama didn't raise no fool. <laughs> so look at her heels. Okay. I'm holding it. You probably won't be able to see it. You ready? All right. So quit growing, right? Right? Yeah, it quit growing. You were six, right? Do you believe Jesus is a creator? You believe it does creative miracles? All right. It grows now. I command bone, skin, muscle, tissue, blood, <laughs> everything. Keep growing. Keep growing. Keep growing. Keep growing. You know you have to obey the name of Jesus. Now I command the swelling and the reason for the swelling begin to go down now. 
Okay. Put the microphone up to her. Um, Tell the people what you felt just now. I, I felt like a little bit of a push, a little bit of pushing. From where? And well, almost like down here, almost like right, going on right the there on the inside. It's very strange, wasn't it? <laughs> what did you see with your eyes? I've seen it like start to go like down. Like, it was growing. Yeah. I saw it grow. Saw it move. They evened out. Oh. All right, you're good to go. Love you, baby. See, the reason I do this, and we don't need a thing for him. Um, Jesus said, unless you see signs and wonders, you're not going to believe. Sometimes you have to see it. Okay? All right? Push your butt to the back. Oh, yeah. Lift them up. Lift up both legs. Oh! Yep. You can't straighten this one? This is straight? Okay, so you're like about two inches too. All right. Can you, anybody here see his heels? All right. Ready? You believe God's going to do it right now? Say, Jesus, I thank you for doing it. There it goes. I command bone, muscle, skin, tissue, be created right now. There it goes. Keep growing for the God's glory. Thank you, Jesus. For keep doing it. Keep doing it. Keep doing it. Keep doing it, keep doing it, keep doing it, keep doing it. I command this leg to straighten. Okay. Toes towards you. There you go. You're still a little bit off. Lord Jesus, I command bone, muscle, skin, tissue, be created now. There it goes. Feel that? Stand up. Tell them what you felt. My legs are even. They evened out. Uh, the, the, my legs just started moving. It's just, it's just the faith of it. It's it my knee. Like in the, in the inside. Yeah, the, like inside. the inside. It was the bones. Yes, yeah, the bones. It was the bones. It's a bone there. Yes, sir. All right. See you later, bye. Go praise the Lord. Can't move your arm. The right side. Okay, so you have a series of herniated discs. Okay, here's what happened. Um, in one of my visions of heaven, I saw a place where God makes body parts. I need a man to stand behind her. Don't let her fall out. And I saw body parts there. And so um, those body parts are invisible. So they're in the realm of what's called eternity, but they can be framed into time and become physical and visible. Okay. And there's a whole theology behind it. But suffice it to say that whenever God does a miracle, he either suspends time, turns time back, or moves it forward. Okay. 
Do you believe God will do it now? Are you in pain now? You ready? Say goodbye pain. It is written, Exodus 15, 26, I'm the Lord your physician, I'm the Lord your healer, I'm the Lord that heals you. Exodus 23, 25, the Lord takes your disease away. Psalm 107, 20, God sent his word and healed them. God is sending his word and healing you now. Lord, I release the gift of the working of miracles. I command the pain and the reason for the pain to disappear, be gone, and stay gone. And I call from the third heaven, brand new disc, be physically created in this woman's body. Lord, let the angel that you've assigned to me go get the body parts, put them in this woman's body. I command it to be created now in Jesus' name. What's happening? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. You felt like your body was getting into alignment. The pain in your hip is gone. Something's happening with the shoulder and the arm right now. And the neck too. Tell me when that's healed. Move your right arm. Is that where you feel the tension? Right there? Right there. Right? Okay. All right. Keep it up. Jesus, finish it. Yes. Okay, start moving the arm around. Okay, move it around. Up and down. Yeah. 
percent. What percentage would you say? Just give a percentage. <laughs> what percentage would you say? <sighs> like 50, 60, 70, like 70. 70? Okay, so here's what I want you to do. I want to uh, let her have your seat. I want you to stay plugged in. Jesus, you said you lay hands upon the sick and they shall recover. Let her continue to have your power working in her and bring her to 100% recovery. Okay, go over here and sit. Okay, who else? Short, short arm or short leg? Now, what's the deal with you? Do you, um, so it's basically this side. What are you missing? No, no, no. What are you missing inside your body? Does anybody know? Anybody know this guy? What's he missing in his body? He's missing some tissue. Okay, mom, come here. How far is, I think I'm supposed to be in Oakland tonight, right? How far is Oakland from here? I need you to bring him tonight to Oakland. I need you to bring him. He needs to see a whole series of miracles that are creative. Because, see, here's what happened. Let me tell you what I mean. Um, let, me let me go up here because it's easier for me to read it. You guys can stay up here. It's just easier for me to read it. Yes, easier for me to read it. Um, listen to this. Um, this happened in New York. This man, when he was 11 years of age, he falls on a cactus and he cuts the nerve in his hand. At the time that he gets a miracle, he's 65. He had lost his finger dexterity. Nobody prayed for him. He was Actually, I was teaching the people this. Listen to this. The Bible says God turned the captivity of Job when he prayed for his friends. That's when God healed him. And so I was teaching that if you'll pray for other people, God will heal you. So the guy actually believes it and does it. So he couldn't, he couldn't, had no finger dexterity. I don't pray for him. He's praying for other people. All of a sudden, God does a sovereign miracle. He can open and close his hand. He can move his fingers. Let me give you one greater than that. I'm in uh, Michigan, a man who had been shot in the chest, bullet fragments, in pain 10 years. He had almost lost one arm. His last two fingers on, the, on that arm were artificial. Okay? Artificial. I don't know what God did. I don't know if he turned the artificial fingers into real fingers or he made the artificial fingers act like real fingers. All I know is the bullet fragments disappeared, his pain was gone, and he could do this. That's all I know. Okay? Um, but usually what happens when we enter this realm of the creative, I got to have a person see quite a few miracles. Let me give you another example. Um, a child, two braces from knee to under their feet, only could walk on toes.
braces taken off the wild chalk, the child walks normally. A woman, this is her knees. And all of a sudden it goes in front of everybody. Another guy, he has one foot shorter than the other. And God grows out his foot. Okay? Another man, um, he had a bone removed in his foot, had metal there, and he was in pain, instantly healed, wasn't prayed for. The metal actually became bone. Woman had foot surgery. The bone was removed. She was in pain. God created a bone, and, and the pain was gone. So what happens is this, is you got to see it to the point where you go, that can actually happen to me. The problem is you ain't there yet. You're getting there. So tonight, bring him. I think I'm probably going to move more invisible miracles. And I want him up front. I want you to see it until you go, that can happen to me. Now, let's do this now. I want the child. You stay right here. Child. Which leg is short? Let me have my chair. Thank you. push his butt all the way to the back. And I need his leg straight. Okay? It is. Okay. Come, Daddy. I want you to look over my shoulder and I want you to, right here. Yeah, I don't need the microphone. I'll yell. Come over, over my shoulder, Dad. See his heels, Dad? Yeah. See his heels, brother? Okay, you ready? In Jesus' name, I command bone, skin, muscle, tissue, be created. I command this leg for the glory of God. Grow now. Saw it, Daddy? He's good. Stand him up. Sit him down. Don't put his butt all the way to the back. Even, aren't they, Daddy? Yeah. Your child's got a miracle in answer to your prayer. Where's my guy? You stay with me. Look at the hills. Say, Jesus, do it now. Feel that? Yeah. Isn't that, isn't that, feel, isn't that feel wild? Yeah. It's growing. It's already done. Yeah. Thank you, Jesus. All right. That's fixed. Was that, was that accident or birth? Accident. Now, who's that, um, that was a guy, white brother. Where you at? Can you come tonight? Come tonight. Because I, I, need you to, I need you to see. I don't know if white brother or light brother. I don't know what the brother is. I'm all mixed up. I mean, my mom, my mom's dad was half white, half Cherokee, cold black straight hair. His wife was African-American. My dad's dad was Cuban. His wife was African. 
I don't know what I am. I can barely speak English. Wish I could. <laughs> Stay with me. Now, I'm getting ready to close. Do I have anybody here who has metal in your body and it causes you pain? Y'all come up. Just keep watching. Stay with me, brother. I need you to pick her up because I, I, I don't want to walk on her. Because I'll, I'll, uh, why you got metal? I broke my ankle playing baseball. Baseball? Were you any good? Yeah. <laughs> what position did you play? First and third. <laughs> you must have been good. I ain't playing no baseball. I was scared. But now football? I'm from Missouri. I hit you in a split second. At football state, you know what I'm saying? Oh, I, you know. Oh, show me state. Now, this is why everybody say, God is showing you. Now, basketball, I was good. The Lord blessed me. I got apprehended and called to the ministry. I can tell you this. I had somebody that played for the Minnesota Vikings when even when I was a freshman say, you ought to come and go to the NFL. I got, called, I got saved and got called. So which, where, where you got the medal at? Can you feel the medal? Feel it. Feel it. I thought you said you had metal. Had six screws. You had six screws. What? Were you in pain back there? Yeah. Are you in pain now? Move it some more. Are you having a problem? <laughs> oh, you can do anything. It's already disappeared and, and, and bone. Look, look at me. There was a man. He had metal. When he went through security, he set off the alarms. In a church, God dissolved the metal, it becomes bone. Next time he goes through security, it don't go off. A woman, she has metal in both ankles. She was in pain. She loved to skate, couldn't skate. She was a praise and worship. The metal, and she also said on security, when it dissolved, became bone, she walked through, none. I did something called the Big Ten event. A lot of really people who move in the supernatural. It was in Phoenix. It was a, a white brother. He had been shot, drive-by, in the leg, had the bullet in his leg for 30 years. It disappeared, couldn't find the bullet. It's on film. Another woman, she had screws in her leg. It's on film. You can see the hole where the metal was and it's gone and all the pain's gone. I'm doing a meeting. A woman has metal from here to here. She can't do this. Been in pain for, I think, seven years. In this case, God does not change the metal to bone. He makes the metal act like bone. She does this, which is impossible. A man walks up and says, I know that's a miracle. Okay, how do you know? Because I'm a doctor, that's my patient, and for her to do this is impossible. Okay? I'm in Blytheville, Arkansas. A woman by the name of Renee, her arm goes out four inches. She has metal from here to here. 
can't pick up a pot. Here goes to pick up a pot. What kind of goal is that? If you can't do it, it's a, it's a go. The metal becomes bone. She can pick up anything. When her doctor checks her and can't find the metal that become bone, her doctor comes to see me because her doctor also had another patient with cancer and sugar that got healed. So when I was doing a miracle service, I would have the doctor examine the people and then watch the miracle. Move it. What's happened? Tell them. They, they got to know. The pain, the sharp pain, because I didn't have full motion in my ankle is gone. And you can't feel the metal? No. I've seen God do this so many times. You're next. No, no, no. I, I don't do You're next. You go praise the Lord. Hey, go back there and really give him a praise. Act like you're really grateful. Where you got metal? I have a mechanical valve. You have a what? Mechanical valve. Would you like a real one? Can you feel it? Well, I can feel it and clicking all the time. Does it hurt? Sometimes. Does it hurt now? Mm, no. Was it hurting back there? Yes. Put your hand in. What do you mean you don't feel it? You don't feel well? <laughs> Try harder. I don't feel it. You're not trying hard enough. Mm. It stopped. What? It stopped. What stopped? Uh, the clicking. That's because you got a real thing now. Go praising. Paying attention. I was at a restaurant in Orlando. How many of you ever heard of Reinhardt Bunke? You've heard of Reinhardt. Well, the man's taking over Reinhardt Ministry. His name is Daniel Kalinda. How many of you ever heard of Daniel Kalinda? Okay, Daniel Kalinda's now president. He works with Reinhardt. Been working with Reinhardt for years. So Daniel invited me to come and teach their evangelist. And so <laughs> I was teaching their evangelist down there in Orlando. I'm in a restaurant and this man keeps looking at me and uh, he walks up to me and says, are you Tony Kemp? Yeah. He said, I had a dream five months ago that you were supposed to come and speak at my pastor's church. I told him, but he, he didn't. He said, can I sit with you? I said, yeah. So my waiter walks up and he has metal in his body. So I pray for him and God dissolves the metal. All the pain is gone. And so this guy calls his pastor. His pastor calls me up. This is his introduction to me. He said, I don't know you. Basically, I me, mean, I don't trust you. He said, but this guy that works for me, it's a mega church. It's a mega church. I know him. I trust him. He said, come to my church. See, you think you, God can use you to do miracles at a restaurant and open doors of ministry for you, bro. It's a mega church. I think I prayed for 47 people that night. 44 of them got totally healed in front of the camera. I think five of them had metal disappear. Got metal? Where? Uh, two pins in my foot and a toe. And a toe? Yeah. You got metal toe or you just got metal in the toe? I have two pins in there. Okay. This is when you know it's, it's funny. As this guy comes to see me and he brings his x-ray, I think he had like 19 screws. A woman comes, 
She has a screw that's up here. You have the x-ray. So obviously she couldn't, she couldn't do this. And God removes it. Y'all don't want to talk to me. Go on to Facebook, Pastor Tony Kemp, and you'll see, I think we got like three medical, three medical miracles on Facebook. Tony Kemp Ministries or Tony Kemp. You can go look, watch it for yourself. Does yours hurt? All the time. Does it hurt now? Was it hurting when you were back there? Okay, so you're going to have to know that you're healed by your faith. What else you got going on? Okay, got lupus. Well, we've seen God heal lupus too. What's more important for you to get healed of right now? Um, who's with this woman? Who's with her? Are you by yourself? You know her? Who knows her? Okay, listen, I need you to do me a favor. Can you, do you guys have, you, you don't have service tonight, do you? Okay, so you guys are free. Bring her tonight. I'm going to pray for you. Look at me. We've seen God heal lupus. We've seen God heal spinal bifida. Look, look, look. We, we prayed for a banker's son in Dallas, Texas, who his child was autistic. And the child's in regular school right now doing well. We've seen more than one case of spinal bifida. We've seen lupus healed. You ready? Now, here's the thing. When it's a miracle, it's instantaneous. This is where people get confused. When it's a healing, it happens over time. That's the difference between healing and a miracle. When it's, a, it's instantaneous, it's a miracle. How you receive it, you, you, you can receive it by your faith. You can receive it through my gifting. If you receive it through my gifting, by the word of the Lord, you have to maintain it. By whose stripes I was healed. 1 Peter 2.24, by his wounds I was healed. Isaiah 53, right? With his stripes we're healed, right? You believe God will do it? Okay. But I want you to come tonight, but I'm going to start. <laughs> the healing process is going to begin right now. Okay. So Lord, heal her also of the trauma. I curse this disease. And I command this disease to die. And Lord, I rebuke the spirit of infirmity. Leave this woman's body right now. And Lord, let her have a total restoration. Beginning right now. In Jesus' name. Somebody say hallelujah. hallelujah. Okay, now. Here's what I'm going to do. Okay, you guys can take your seats. Here's what I got to do. Says time's coming to an end. Um, who's all the people with pain? Raise your hands. Raise your hands, all the people with pain. Okay, listen to me. Now, this is very, very important. How many of you would like to get healed right now? Okay, I'm going to show you. Listen to me. Listen to me. I'm going to read about different miracles Jesus did. When your pain starts to decrease... Let me show you how this works. Uh, <laughs> how many of you guys remember the angel at the pool of Bethesda and whoever got in the waters room was troubled got healed? Right now, in this room, there are some angels. In fact, there are some healing angels. 
I'm going to read about different healings. When you feel your pain start to decrease, you stand up. What are you going to do when it starts to decrease? When it gets to 80% gone, come up to the front. Did you hear me? Can you guys move the chairs? Okay, now listen. Okay, listen to me carefully. You know what, I kind of like this deal right here. This works. Let me tell you this, not listen to this. Huh. Okay. Are you ready? All right. Let's start with this. How many of you believe God's going to do it right now? All right, good. So, Father, I thank you for the healing angels taking their position. I'm only doing what you told me to do. Father, for your glory and for your people, let the healing angels begin to touch people as I begin to read testimonies of healing. For Jesus, you said in your word, in Revelation 19 to 10, you said that the testimony of Jesus is the spirit of prophecy. So, Lord Jesus, when we testify to what you have done, you will do it again. So there was a uh, woman, uh, she had a pinched nerve in her shoulder and she was instantly healed. There was a man um, for two years, his shoulder was popping, his shoulder joint problem was healed. I believe that was in Ohio. There was a woman, she had bursitis in her shoulder for 10 years, she was healed. Another person, a woman, she had uh, osteoporosis in her spine for three years, she was healed. There was another woman uh, for 10 years, she had a herniated disc in her lower back bulging disc and headaches was healed. There was another woman for 55 years. She had scoliosis, a short leg and back pain was healed. Another person for 30 years had a torn rotator cuff, arthritis, lower back pain, post-surgery and was healed by Jesus. A woman with brain cancer goes to the doctor and they cannot find her cancer. Another woman for two years had plantar fascia. Yeah, that's what she had. Told you I could barely speak English. And heel spurs and she was healed. Another person 10 years had acid reflux disease and was healed. Another person for 13 years had a torn Achilles heel, was healed. Another person uh, for three years had metal in the hip, it disappeared. Uh, uh, another person had metal uh, in the left knee for two years, it disappeared. Another person for three years had metal in the hip, right hip, with pain, it disappeared. 10 years, metal in her neck, gone. Another person for 15 years had metal in both knees, pain, uh, gone. Another a man, two years, had metal in his back, two disc problems, healed. Another man for 15 years had digestive problems, circulation and blood problems, was healed. Uh, another person for two years had a kidney condition, was healed. Another man with knee, pro uh, knee problems, his MCL, his ACL, his LCL, Hamstring were all healed by Jesus. Okay, somebody's getting their healing right now. Stand up when you feel your pain decreasing. Oh, it's happening right now. It's already begun. When it gets to 80%, come on down. Uh, another person for one year had a short right arm. It grows out. Uh, this person had a growth in their hand. It disappeared. Their elbow was healed. That nerve damage uh, and feeling returned. 
Another person had back pain, left leg short, uh, uh, metal. Uh, it, uh, it disappeared. Um, another person had flat feet. This person grew arches, also had a hernia healed. Uh, a person with 20 years of a hernia was healed. Another person had nerve damage uh, uh, in the arm was healed. Another person had a steel bar in his arm. Our wrist had, uh, was, had pins seven to eight inches long. Uh, all was in pain. All of that was removed, a creative miracle. Another person had right shoulder back pain, scoliosis, 34 degrees, right leg shorter, healed. Another person uh, for a year and a half, left arm damaged from a stroke, left side damaged and was healed. Another person for 26 years, the arm grew out, nerve damage in the arm was gone, even the arthritis was healed, pain in the spine and joints was gone. Another uh, man, right side of the shoulder, muscles and nerves all healed. Another person had a missing bone in the knee that was created. Somebody else's pain is starting to disappear. Stand to your feet. God is doing it right now. Ohio, there was a woman, her hip was out of place. Her hip went into place, her leg grew out. There was a man, he had kidney disease, his feet and ankles uh, were swelled. As he thrown his back out, his pain disappeared and he was healed. Uh, had five new vertebrae recreated in a man's neck, arthritis, uh, it was healed. Uh, four years of pain gone. A man with back and shoulder, uh, shoulder was uh, out of place, bone healed. Uh, for 12 years, he was, uh, after that he got healed, he began to cry and praise God after the miracle of healing. Uh, a woman received her sense of smell. That was through a word of knowledge. Uh, uh, a man that had scar tissue in his right uh, ear, he had hearing loss, was healed. A woman who couldn't move her arm to the back was healed. Um, this man grows a kneecap and was healed. A woman who had two gross uh, disappeared. Uh, there was a woman in Chicago by word of knowledge. She had five cysts uh, that disappeared. There was a man, he needed a new hip. 100% of his pain was gone and God created a new hip. Another woman, she needed two new hips because she had fell down a flight of steps. She had arthritis. She was 100% pain-free and healed. Tell me, sister, what's God doing for you? Turn around and face the people. Two months ago, I was rear-ended in November, and I couldn't turn my neck all the way to the right without it hurting. Felt like I had a pinched nerve every time. I couldn't look this way without adjusting my body and then I would have I had a migraine attack and the pain would migrate to the to the top of my head and it would shoot here and I and I would be in constant pain especially at work because I would always have to turn my body and as I was sitting and and you you were reading off the the miracles I could turn my head and it doesn't hurt somebody ought to give God a praise up in here Straight, fingers straight. There you go. 
Somebody else, you're almost at 80%. You should come down. I'm a vertebrae and I've had um, arthritis for a while. And I've had plantar fasciitis at my feet as well. And bad knees. And, um, you had pain back there? I was in pain right here. Right here, okay. <laughs> but when you Sorry. set my sister there, That's as I laid hands on my sister in Christ here, I felt it leaving me. Well, what's going on now? Um... I just give an honest report. If it's 80% gone, 90% gone. I feel, I feel like it's a little sore, but I feel like it's... Now, you will have sometimes muscle soreness for a while after even your healing. Because, you know, if your neck was out of place, you would have... Your, your, your muscles get strained. I'm even hear what I'm saying. And then once God heals you, then your muscles can relax, and then after a while, the, that'll go away. So what else is going on? Uh, well, I... On my feet, I don't feel a whole lot right now. Um, I always just ask the Lord to help me because I love dancing for Jesus and worshiping him. But at night, I feel the pain from it. But I know that I'm not going to feel it tonight. Stand over here. I need a man to stand behind her. Stand over here, baby. Ready? Don't pray. Just receive. I speak the miracle of healing into the neck, and I command these feet to be totally healed in Jesus' name now. your name and what was your problem? Um, my name's Selena and my shoulder has been messed up for about five years. And what is happening? Um, while I was, I was sitting there, I was like fighting to stand up anyways and I'm like, and I just started really feeling it work and now I feel like it's like 90% gone. Which, 90%? Yeah, it's pretty much gone. I can go like this and I couldn't. My mom would like rub my shoulder like every day. <laughs> can I tell you why I say 80%? Because when you get to 80%, you're going to go to 100. That's why I tell you to come up at 80 because when you get to 80, you go to 100. Okay? Because that means God's in the process of doing it. What, what a lot of people make a mistake is they want to wait till it's all 100%. If you give God the glory at 80, give me your hand. Ready? Close your eyes. Say, Jesus, I take the rest. God gives the rest right now. There it is. Yes, my sister. I have pain in my arms too. Mm -hmm. And what has happened? What is happening? I have only a little bit. So about 90% gone? Yeah. So how long had you had that? Pain? Like a, today or before? Before. A year. So God's doing it. Well, you should stand right here, if you don't mind. Face me. You ready to catch? Close your eyes. Lord Jesus, finish it. There's the power. Take your healing. Yes, ma'am. Face the people. They want to see two good-looking people. Okay, when I came, I had a migraine. 
You had a migraine. And I've been suffering for them. For how long? Years. Years. It's mostly since 07. Okay. And then um, I had hearing loss yeah. in my right ear. Um, had <clears throat> I have tendinitis yeah. in this, and my whole arm was, like, burning right here. Yeah. And um, I have one hip higher than the other. Yeah. And... I tore my planter uh, a year and a half ago, yeah. and so I never completely healed of that, yeah. <clears throat> and the Achilles tendon too. And what's happening now? Well, the headache went away. Yeah. The hearing is almost 100%. Yeah. Did you know? <clears throat> because um, I was hear, all... Can you hear a phone out of that ear? Yes. Can you hear it very well? Um, sometimes I, I, I can't. You can't hear at all? Okay, no, some yeah. Sometimes I can't hear certain things, okay. but um, I'm here. Everything seems really loud right now. Yeah, God's doing it. <clears throat> um, uh, I need you to move the coat. I need you to sit in the chair, please. Push it back to the back. One hip higher than the other. Lift them up. Oh, hallelujah! What's your name mean in English? That's what I thought. I didn't want to embarrass myself. Why don't you come up, get on this other side of the TV? Just the grace. My, my lips don't work. Say, Jesus, touch me now. Who else? Come. Oh, you're her mom? So did you just come down to support her? Or you got something that the Lord's done for you? Um, that's the third, the fourth, and the fifth, and the sixth vertebrae. I have arthritis in this okay. letter. Yeah. And I have osteoporosis. And I have one day longer than the other. Well, let's move that to Right here. Push it back to the back. Mama Koo Asian with her hand. <laughs> Some people they just poo everywhere they go. Woo, you do have a problem, Mama. You're about an inch short. That's why. Say Jesus do it now. that system. All right. See you later. Bye. Thank you. You go praise the Lord. Don't thank me. Yes. Um, I also have fibromyalgia pain. 
Fibromyalgia your pain. Uh, how long have you had that? Stand and face the people. Um, maybe 10 years. I don't know. How old are you now? 26. No, no. Yeah, tw 10 years. So it's been since 16? Mm-hmm. To where in my pain I've asked, where is God? Or to where I can't lift my hand to praise because it burns. How do you feel right now? You still hurt? A little okay. bit. Okay. You, you believe God's going to do something for you? Can I get you guys to stretch forth your hands? And listen. Oh, oh, listen. Um, now, while I'm talking to you, God's going to still work, okay? Uh, we brought some, some CDs that are normally $12. We're going to give you a discount, $7. Check with my wife, all kinds of subjects. And, um, you know, we take credit cards. That's what my wife told me to say. I rebuke fibromyalgia, you demon power giving life to this disease. Out. I command the pain. Oh, there it is. I command the pain and the reason for the pain. Leave her body completely 100%. What's happening now? Feels fuzzy. Feels fuzzy. Quite a description. Let me know when all pain's gone right there. I'm just going to do the people that are standing, and after that, I'm going to have to quit. Still there? So, pain level is still the same. A little better. That's okay. That's okay. Will you guys stretch forth your hands to pray? goodness. Um, does the name Dom or Dominique have a meaning for somebody here? Do you know a Dom or is that your name, Dominique? Who? Who? I don't know what y'all telling me. Is that Dominique? Okay, you should come here. Also, this, um, this lady right here, who's Dominique to you? Does she go to church? Okay, let me say this. The Lord's going to deliver her. Okay? Your prayer on that has been answered. And he's going to heal her of some emotional damages as well. Okay? I just need to tell you that.
I'll come to you in a minute, Dominique. Come. What has the Lord Jesus done for you? I come in with headache. I have a headache for days, and I have a blood problem. What? Blood problem. Oh, blood. Mm -hmm. and every month I got a lot of headache, and but now I have pain here. You believe God's going to do it right now? Close your eyes. Say, Jesus, I take my healing. Okay, as I quote the word, God's going to do it. It is written, I'm the Lord who heals you. The Lord takes your disease away now. He heals all your diseases now. I curse this disease. Blood be healed. Pain gone. You spread it with me. Out. Here comes the healing virtue. Three, two, three. One, there it is. Yes, ma'am? I can't sleep without medication, depression, anxiety. Okay. Stand here. If I can have a brother behind. You believe God's going to do it now? Okay. Jesus, take the spirit of heaviness, depression off of her. Right now. You spirit of fear, anxiety, heaviness in the form of depression, go from her now. And Lord, heal her soul. Peace. Peace. Lord, let her be able to sleep like a baby. Amen. Come. I had a pain starting from here and when I was arms are pain all the time. Uh -huh. When I came here, I started, it started relieving. See the night. Starting leave now? Yes. Yeah, okay. So Jesus, you've already started healing them. Let it go to 100%. Amen. Yes, sir? Um, I had some back pain. Um, it's fine now. My finger from playing guitar is fine, but I wanted to do a little something different. Is it possible I could stand in proxy for my wife, like the centurion, different yeah. servant? Yeah, because she's the wife. 
Yeah, you know what I mean? She's got fibromyalgia, two degenerated discs in her back, nerve neuropathy. You know Is, um, I mean? Does she work tonight? No, she doesn't. Get her, get her to, where am I at? Get her to Oakland. Get her to Oakland. No problems, we're separated right now. I'm in the home, so I don't know if I can talk to her. So. Yeah, to call her. She can get over there. Okay. Tell her God's healing fibromyalgia. Okay. <laughs> you know what I mean? I no, 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 but I appreciate, Lord, let it get worked out. Give her a mind and a heart to come so, Jesus, you can Please. heal her. Yes. Hey, Amen. That's good that you got a heart for her. Okay. Yes, sir. I have osteoarthritis in the um, joints and feet uh-huh. and um, gout. You ready? You don't have to feel a thing. Be healed in Jesus' name. Amen. Yes, sir? Um, I've just been diagnosed with diabetes. And yes. And then uh, my lip, it been, uh, I got big by something, it's been swollen for years. For years. I command the cause of the swelling to disappear, and Lord, let him be healed of this thing with his lip. thing with diabetes is you got to change your eating. God's not going to heal you of sugar for you to go back and act like a crazy person. Or he ain't going to do it. My wife eats right. After God healed her, she eats right. Yes, sir. Okay, and then um, are you, you guys are just, so this is the last person. Man of God, so you're, you're back? What, what's, what's, what's the problem? Man, how come? How, 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 no, man, how come you still alive? Amen. <laughs> I don't know. Oh, it's the just the goodness of God. You ain't even supposed to be here. I, I, I see bullets flying. I know. I know. They shouldn't have missed. I know. I was shot point blank. I still see. Okay, back. Okay, let me pray for you, and then oh, I got to get Dominique. Oh yeah, I'll pray for you first. And then Dominique, come on, sir, please. You said your back and what else? My hearing. Your hearing? Sinuses. Sinuses? My eyes, cataract, and my side. Okay. My hand is just healed. Okay. It was smashed by the Okay. Put your butt to the back. Dominique, love you, man. Okay, Dom, where you go, church? How long you been going here? About a year. Okay. You know how sometimes you can feel like you're not moving? Like you're not growing? Like you're in a rut? Like you're spinning your wheels? Um, have you been attending Sundays? Mm-hmm. You've been attending Thursdays? Mm-hmm. Don't let the enemy convince you that you're not moving forward and growing. Has he been trying to convince you of that? 
he be lying. Now look, the Lord stops everything to give me your name. Which means you're on God's mind. You have any relatives here? Okay. You know, you know what you always wanted to be? You always wanted to be daddy's little girl. Isn't that right? Look up at me. You're your heavenly father's little girl. You can crawl up in his lap and get your affection and attention and love from him. Okay? So he's going to heal you of this void and this emptiness from a daddy that wasn't there the way you needed him to be. Okay, right? Say, Jesus, I take my healing now. Okay, just get ready because here it comes. I release a healing. Oh, there it is. It's going into your soul. Be free and healed now. Give Jesus a big hand clap. Thank you. Where's pastor? Oh, okay. I'll take you. Yes, sir. I remember saying that I heard that we can't ask God to come and bless us. We got to be where he's blessing. Mm -hmm. And I had to be up here. Uh-huh. Pastor Ely said, you got to go up there. Mm-hmm. So I'm being obedient. Yes, sir. Uh, you know, and I'm holding, I'm holding a lot of bitterness towards a man that put me through the front of the truck with a uh, pallet jack. You know, right before that, my life was, you know, making seventy, eighty thousand dollars $80,000 a year. And now, you know, being on, you know, Social Security disability, it's like, man, now what, God? Where, where has it affected you physically? Uh, my two, three, and four, and five, and my S1, and... Um, you know, and I, 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 I'm so sorry that I let the church down because I love to do things, and I had to say no. You know, and because you couldn't, um, couldn't physically. I, now I, let me stop just for a second. How many of you? My wife really made a good point, and I really. There are keys to miracles, and one of the, I had an angel one time bring me keys, and then. So there's keys to miracles, and one of the keys is forgiving others, forgiving yourself. And sometimes when you get mad at your own body, to forgive your body. When Jesus said in Luke 6, forgive and you shall be forgiven, he didn't say who or what. So all of you that you know there's somebody you need to forgive, including yourself, stand up right now. Now listen to me, this is very important. If somebody over here hurts me or hurts somebody that I love, just because I forgive them doesn't mean we're going to be best buddies. Because maybe we can't be. I may want to be, but the way they are, we can't be. Number two, it doesn't mean I agree with what they said or did. Okay? It doesn't mean that I'm going to let down my guard with them. It just means that I'm going to make a decision in obedience to the word of God because Jesus said, if you don't forgive others, your father won't forgive you. And if you forgive others, your father forgives you. And so forgiveness is an act of of obedience by your will and then you ask God to bless them and you ask God to heal you and so every time the devil brings it back up to you go uh-uh, uh-uh, no 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 they forgive and they're gonna stay forgiven 
And then the devil brings this stuff. You say, Lord, I bless him, and Lord, you bless him. And then, Lord, heal my heart. Are you hearing what I'm saying? So what I'm going to do is I'm going to pray for all these people because a lot of people here need spiritual, mental, and emotional healing. And then I'm going to pray for you and God will heal you. Okay? Close your eyes. Say this prayer after me. Say, Dear Jesus, I know you love me. In obedience to your word, as an act of my will, I forgive. I forgive others. And you know who I mean, Lord. And in the name of Jesus, God Almighty, I forgive myself. And Lord, whenever I remember that hurtful thing, I will remind myself that they're forgiven, I'm forgiven, and it's going to stay that way. And Lord, whoever did that thing, bless them. Lord, bless them. Lord, bless them. Lord, bless them. And now bless me with healing. Right now. And if you feel something coming up like you need to cry, don't hold it back. Go ahead. I release the healing virtue of Jesus Christ into your soul. I release the healing virtue of Jesus Christ into your mind. I release the healing virtue. I release the anointing into your being right now. I said, take your healing. Take the healing of your soul. In Isaiah 61, where Jesus says, the spirit of the Lord God's upon me because he's anointed me to heal the brokenhearted. In the original language, it means a shattered mind. Wherever your mind or your emotions has been shattered, that anointing is here right now to bring healing to your mind. Receive the healing in your mind right now. Receive the healing in your emotions right now. Come on, let's spend just a few minutes in prayer. Just a few minutes. I'm going to pray for this man and we're going to close. Just a, just a few minutes. And then I know we're going to have to hurry out of here, but God is healing your heart right now. I said God is healing your soul right now. God is healing your mind right now. That's it. If there's grief, let it come out. If there's hurt, let it come out. If there's emotional pain, let it come out right now. Let it come out. Thank you, Jesus, right now. Thank you, Jesus, right now. Yeah, begin to give people claws who need them. Come on, just a few more minutes. God's doing something for you. I said, God is doing something for you right now. I said, just let it come out. God's healing you right now. You're getting a supernatural healing. Sometimes this is just as important or in some cases even more important than a physical healing. I said, take your healing. Father, I release the anointing. I thank you, Lord, for angels that are ministering healing to hearts, healing to lives. Lord, that you're healing that man right now, that you're healing that woman right now. I tell you, the Holy Spirit's moving in healing right now. You're being healed. Your soul is being healed.
Hana Mashia. Hana Mashia. Posa Brite. Posa Brite. Posa Brite. My God. Come on up, brother. Come on up. Let me pray for you. Clear, clear this one area here and I'll pray for you. Thank you, sir. Come on. Brother, would you hand me the chair? The chair. Push your butt to the back, sir. Are you even able to lift up your legs or no? Probably not. No, 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 it's okay. You ready? You ready? You believe God's gonna do it now? Don't pray, just receive. Y'all keep focus. Take your healing. Take it, don't stop. The Lord, I'm speaking a creative miracle into this man's body. Lord, I just need your grace one more time for this service for physical healing. No praying, no praying. You can't transmit and receive at the same time. No praying, not even in your mind. You just receive. I command the pain and the reason for the pain disappear. Lord, I speak creative miracles into this man's body. I command the spine to be healed, the hips to be healed, the muscles to be healed, the ligaments to be healed, the bone be healed. I rebuke disease, leave this man's body. Lord, let him be able, let him have supernatural strength in his body. Let him be able to move. Let him be able to do whatever he needs to do. I release that gift of healing and that working of miracles into his body right now. Let me know when you feel pain decreasing. Go ahead, continue to focus on your emotional healing. This is a good time. I want you to get it today. God's purpose is for you to get what you need from him today. I release healing. Healing virtue, healing virtue, miracle ability. I release the healing virtue of Jesus Christ, the miracle power of Jesus Christ, God for your glory. God for your glory. God for your glory. Give Jesus a big hand clap. Pastor. Praise the Lord. Come on, give the Lord a hand of praise. Amen.